0: Welcome back for another episode of It Tells All. I hope you had a great weekend. Um, I'm just getting back from San Antonio after my friend Roxy, um, she got married. Uh, she looked absolutely stunning and the entire thing was just so perfect. It's funny because her and I became friends over social media And she has quickly become one of my absolute besties. And we're going to have an upcoming episode with her and another friend. And we're going to talk about making friends as adults because I know that's something that doesn't necessarily come easy or naturally for everyone. I know at least like for me, um, it's always a little awkward. But I don't know. We have some tips and I I hope you guys tune in for that episode because I think it's going to be a great one. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Now that school is almost out, like literally we have one week left, um, I'll be able to dedicate more time to creating content for you guys, both here and on YouTube. I'm really excited about the, the fact that, one, I'll have more time to create it, um, but also your support really helps both my podcast and, And my YouTube channel grows. So every time that you like, that you comment, that you share, that you follow, it means the absolute world to me. So please keep doing that. Tag me. I love seeing you connecting with the content and just, you know, connecting in general. But anyway, uh, today we're going to get into the nitty gritty of a weight loss surgery plastics, friendships, and a few other things. Um, a lot of times you guys ask me about weight loss surgery and that is not something that I have experience with. So I wanted to have someone else come on the show and just share her experience around VSD, like, you know, weight loss surgery, all that good stuff. Um, Because I know that they would be better able to explain, you know, the decision process, the prognosis, the complications, all that stuff. Um, Because I feel like sometimes you either hear like the worst case scenario... Or some people just hide things under the rug and they make it look like it's just flawlessly perfect Um, and the reality is that everyone's experience is a little bit different So today we are going to talk about all of that um, Along with what happens after the weight loss surgery. So I hope you guys love today's episode. I love it I love my guest. So without further ado, let's get into it Alright, guys welcome today to the show Sammy Raleigh Hi. Woo! Bye, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here <laughs> I'm so glad
1: to be here it's so nice like I said it is refreshing to just sit down with a friend and just let it all out you know yeah, and that's what These I love. It's so therapeutic.
0: It is, and that's what I love about podcasting. You know, like I just like sitting down and talking to people and just getting to know them, getting to know their story. And then, you know, yeah. I always get asked to like, how do I know what to ask my guests? I'm like, I don't. I generally, yeah. Just, yeah. I, I just go with the flow of the conversation, and like it always comes out wonderful, just because my guests are also wonderful. Yeah, I love, love that.
1: <laughs> Oh, I love, I love the non-scripted thing. That's,
0: that's yeah. I'm so here for it. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. I mean, I do have notes. I'm like, I'm not completely unprepared. <laughs> I <do have> notes. <laughs> um, but let's just start with a very like simple background. I know I said your name, but like, who are you? What do you do? What's your passion? All that good stuff.
1: Okay, so I am Sammy. Um probably you can find me, not probably, but you can find me <laughs> on Instagram or TikTok um at the Real Slim Sammy. Be nice on TikTok. Okay, that land is just not for the week. Um, but I had weight loss surgery in September 2018. I had the gastric sleeve. Um, I lost 200 pounds and a big chunk of my journey was that I was sick with a vitamin deficiency. I lost feeling from my waist down. I was barely able to walk. I was losing chunks of hair by the minute. I mean, I was a disaster. Um, And I finally decided that I, well, actually I gave up, shall I say. And in that moment was like my lowest of low. And I told my mom, I surrender. She ended up taking me to the hospital after so many tests and months of just not knowing what was wrong. They finally did the one last blood test that found the vitamin B1 deficiency. So it's technically a cute little name called Berry Berry, and that is what I had. And so I had to get injections and kind of like start over. And from there, I felt like I had like a fresh new start on life. And I know it sounds like cliche and all of that stuff, but I really did find myself when I hit that lowest point I've ever been in. Um, And to give up on life like that was such a terrifying feeling. It was like, I just didn't care about anything. And it's so scary to get to that point. So my focus now is to number one, never get to that point again. And number two, inspire others that maybe either hit that low or have had complications with weight loss surgery, or now that I've gone through all of that. Um, I've had plenty of plastic surgery to remove my loose skin. So I am pro, you know, love yourself, any given size, any, any loose skin, any, you know, plastic surgery, all of that. I just want people to see my page and at the end of the day, be like, that's cool. Like I could do that too, or that's cool. Good for her. I could never, or just somehow find some inspiration in every, Single aspect that I've gone through. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. I just kind of share my whole freaking life on the internet. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Well, I do want to get into like more details about all of it the the very very, the um, weight loss surgery, and then of course yeah. the plastics. like we're gonna dive into that. Um, yeah. Let's start with the vitamin deficiency. Um, so is that something, if you know, is it hereditary? Does anyone in your family have that as well? Or are you just the anomaly?
1: I was the odd duck, shall I say, um, I was losing weight rapidly and I went through, um, Kaiser system and it was very non-educational. And I know that some people are going to come after me for this, but a lot of people agree. And I really didn't get anything from the education and I didn't have any friends. I didn't have the weight loss community that there is now. So I was just kind of like going through it for the first couple of months, like not drinking my water, not taking my vitamins, um, not eating food and like, just not, not listening to, well, not really not even listening, but my doctor was also retiring at the time. So I didn't really have that firm like relationship with him, which is why now I preach, you know, if you're going to find a surgeon, definitely, you know, be buddies with them. But long story short is I ended up with kidney stones And because of the rapid weight loss. And so that caused me to vomit because of the pain of the kidney stones. And I have had a child of 23 labor or 23 hours of labor and a kidney stone is so much worse. Like it is awful. And this one lasted nine days. And I think that's why kind of, it makes them worse than labors because they can just last for so long. So during those nine days, I was vomiting because of the pain just constantly, and I couldn't keep anything down. So, um, berry, berry is a thiamine deficiency, which is your B1 and you lose your B1 vitamin within seven days. If you do not consume water or food, bread, I mean, B1 is like an everything. So because I didn't have anything for those seven days and I just kept vomiting over and over again, it continued to make me vomit for the next two and a half, three months without me knowing what the heck was going on. So I was vomiting now because of this berry berry and the thiamine deficiency, but I thought it was always related back to my kidney stones. And so did everybody else. And because my surgeon was retiring, I didn't have anyone to turn to. I didn't go to the bariatric like center because that was all the way up in LA. I'm in Orange County. And I was just going to the hospital where I thought that I could go, but they didn't know anything about bariatrics. So they were just diagnosing me based off the kidney stone. And I, what really was going on is I was lacking that vitamin and not, you know, any liquids, anything for so long. And I needed to be seen by a bariatric surgeon. So long story short, a couple months went by and that's when I surrendered quote unquote. And, um, I got admitted to the hospital. I was there for five days. They did an upper GI. They did a CAT scan. They did everything internal to try and find something. And it wasn't internal. It was my, you know, my blood work basically. And so we finally got a hold of someone at the bariatric center and I already took out or not, I didn't, but the nurses already took out all of the IVs and everything. And I was going to be um discharged home and the doctor or the PA called and he said let me just test one more vine or your vitamin levels and your um, blood work and I cried because I was like I have so many IVs like all you know like I was just bruised up I was just dead tired they couldn't find anything so I just again I felt like I was a lost cause I wanted them to find something so bad because I was just so sick Mm -hmm. um And then they tested that and sure enough, it was the B1. So then I just started getting back. I was getting shots, I would say three to four times a week. And beriberi is like, it's pretty common in homeless people and um, people in like foreign countries who don't have access to food and water. So like alcoholics tend to get it too, because they just binge and they vomit for so long. And um, they lose that B1 vitamin, but they don't lose it for that long amount of time. Right. So I started having the effects. The memory loss is a big one, like a chunk of that life, which is probably for the better. I really can't remember. I'm like, where did I sleep? I always think about that. I'm like, where, where was I? Like go back to my mom, like, do you have any pictures of like that time? Like I have nothing in my phone. Cause I just couldn't even like open my phone to, you know, see Instagram or anything. So once I started to get better, I posted a before and after photo on Instagram for my friends and my family to see. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, guys, like I'm out of the trenches. Like here I am, like, you know, sitting on a rock, whatever it was, or a mirror picture. I can't remember. And I just remember I used the hashtag VSG and which stands for vertical sleeve gastrectomy. And I was like, I wonder if this is a thing. And it said that it had like, however many, you know, and I was like, oh, it does have something that's, that's cool. So I hashtagged it and then I did a few more and I was like, oh, these have something too. I'm like, what am I missing here? So I clicked on some of the hashtags and I found these girls who had gastric sleeve surgery, which were around my age. And my mom had weight loss surgery in 2002. So all I tied it back to was like older people and like the stigma of like, you have to be 600 pounds. So I was like, there's absolutely no one out there like me. And I found a world full of people that had weight loss surgery. And I was like, I felt like I hit the freaking jackpot.
0: Yeah. No, so. wow. I know. And I feel like that happens a lot where people think like, I'm the only person who's going through this, but yes. you, generally you are not. There are hundreds, thousands, millions yep. of people going through the same thing that you're going through. Um, I, excuse my ignorance, but you said you were going through the Kaiser system and I'm not familiar with that. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so it's Kaiser Permanente, which is an insurance, and they have like hospitals and doctors, and it's like its own little medical branch, so to speak. Um, and their weight loss program was, I want to say, twelve weeks, and I had to go once a week. And you sit in a room full of people, and they bring in like a nutritionist and then like one doctor. And this was all even pre-COVID, so I can't even blame it on that, but. They just didn't have anyone coming in, like speaking about their experience with weight loss surgery, or like maybe a doctor coming in talking about complications because that was never discussed. It was more like, oh, back in the day, like the complications were huge. And now it's like, oh, you only die on the table. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about dying on the table. That's, that's whatever. But I want to talk about after the fact, Mm -hmm. what are the complications that you can get after weight loss surgery? Because. I mean, maybe that they thought that that would scare people, but if I would have known that something like this was that serious, I probably would have, no, I know I would have been better about staying on top of my water and trying my best to eat some food, but I was like, Oh, I just can't. I'm just nauseous. And I was just constantly like, I don't want that. And like, I would have definitely forced myself if I knew that, Hey girl, like you will develop a vitamin deficiency. If you or kidney stones, I would have scared me out of totally. I would have been like drinking (laughs) every freaking damn Gatorade out there, you know? So, um, that was just never mentioned. The whole system was just very wild. And I just felt like like a little lonely puppy out there. Like, what? well, what do I do now? Help me. And like, I'm glad that a lot of people have different experiences now and maybe they're better, but back in 2018, yeah, it was just, well, it was not good. And so I zero out of 10 would recommend that. And I've posted about it on TikTok and I've gotten a few people that are like, yeah, same here, or it hasn't gotten better. Or I've had a few that have had a great experience, but mine was just not. And plus my surgeon went literally retired while I was in the hospital, going through the kidney stones and all of that literally was I like, hang I
0: hang in high and dry. Totally. I called him at his
1: retirement party and he was like, Oh yeah, that's normal. And I told you that you were too young to have the surgery. So I don't really know what to tell you. And I was like, oh, wh- what? And then that's at the moment where I was just like, I basically give up like great. Even my surgeon says that I'm not fit for this. Like I'm doing everything wrong. So I really did not have the support system or anything to fall back on, which is why I'm so passionate about the bariatric community now, because, oh my gosh, if I would have had that, I don't think I would have had the kidney stones and the beriberi and all of that, but also at the same time, look at what it's brought me to. So I'm thankful for it. And I'm thankful that I can share my experience with it, but wow. um, Yeah. I would have had a world full of difference if I had this.
0: Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to invite you on the show is because I want, I, this is, this is a whole new world for me. I didn't do weight loss surgery. So right. when people ask me about it. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not qualified. I can't tell you anything. I honestly, yeah. I like I know coworkers who had weight loss surgery, but we don't share like the ins and outs that, you know, all the little details. Right. of it. I just know, Oh, they had the lap band. Oh, they had, yeah. the sleeve. you know, that's, that's all I know. So I exactly. can't ever really tell people. And I love that you use your platform to one, inspire, but then also to educate people. Um, and that's, that is part of what, what I want to touch on today's show is like, you know, someone who is interested in this, how yes. would they go about finding the right doctor? How, what are the questions that they should be asking? What are things that they should be looking for? Totally. Um, but I want to backtrack a little bit because like I just said, there's the sleeve and the band, right? The gastric sleeve and the lap band. Is that, or those two or that there's- kind of thing? Well, lap band
1: was a big old thing there. I've seen a few advertisement for it now, but they were like slipping on people. So that's kind of a no, no right now. Okay. Um, so they do the gastric sleeve, which is they remove 80% of your stomach and leave you with like a banana shaped stomach. Okay. So, it's much smaller. So, you only have 20% of your stomach. And then there's the gastric bypass, and there's plenty more. There's like duodenal switches, and there's so much more that people can get. But the main two are the bypass and the sleeve. And I will probably butcher this. So, don't nobody come at me. But like the bypass is basically they cut your stomach into the size of an egg, then they ta- attach again, I'm so sorry, you're either your small intestine or your large intestine to it. And they rearrange and like leave a portion of your stomach, like kind of just chilling in there. Um, so that it, it just bypasses. bypasses. Got it. That's yes. uh-huh. the name. So that, and I'm, and I probably got it wrong, but it does bypass that way. It's either the small or the large intestine, but so those are the main two. And normally if you're larger, you would get the bypass and for someone on the smaller and I hate the BMI scale, but that BMI scale, they would probably choose the sleeve. Um, The sleeve is less invasive because they are not rearranging. They're just removing. You don't have, ironically, a lot of vitamin deficiencies with the sleeves, although I was the exception. Um, And so those are the main two differences. And so I, again, I had the sleeve and that's why it's kind of like, how the heck did you have complications from the sleeve? But it does happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Is the sleeve performed laparoscopically? Yep. Yeah. And so it's okay. the
1: bypass. Yeah. Okay. Not okay.
0: Yep. Okay. So for like, for those of you who don't know what that means, laparoscopically, it means that they make smaller incisions and then they use a laparoscopic like telescope to go in there it's so it's not as invasive as them you know like cutting your abdomen open think of like when you get a c-section you know they literally have to slice you open with this they don't do that they just do small incisions around the stomach wherever the things are going to go in the scopes and the five of
1: them to be five of
0: them yeah (laughs) so I had um my gallbladder removed
1: Yep. So in did like I.
0: 2012, cause I had gallstones. Mm-hmm. So I don't know kidney stone pain, but I know gallstone pain and that shit was painful.
1: I know I've had those too. And those <laughs> were bad too. Kidney stones still take the cake, man. I just, those things are rough. I, I wouldn't imagine. watch that on my worst enemy. I really wouldn't. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I can't imagine. Like as if, oh. if I sit here and I think about the gallstone pain and just how bad it like literally I was crouched in like the fetal position crying. So I was like, if kidney stones hurt more than that, I I can't even fathom how painful that was for you. I'm sorry. You had to go through that. (laughs) It's, it's totally, it's okay. You know,
1: looking back, it's like, I kind of, you know, didn't deserve it, but like, I wasn't on top of my stuff. And if I, if I had the right education, I would have been. So I, you know, I kind of did ultimately do it to myself, but I, Again, having that relationship with your surgeon and the surgeon's office, even if you have Kaiser, like, because the whole thing with Kaiser is they didn't, they choose my doctor for me. Like I didn't get to make that choice. They just called me. They said, this is your, your consultation date. I hope you can make it. And this is your doctor. And I was like, okay. And so I got there and he was just very cold. And I wanted to like have a good relationship with him and explain how much weight I want to lose and all of that. And he was just like taking notes, da-da-da, blah, 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 blah. Here you go. Here's your yeah. surgery date. And I was like, oh, okay. He's just one of those then. And I just kind of wrote it off. But a relationship with your surgeon is so important. Even plastics, too. Yeah. Everything yeah. is so important to relate back to that.
0: Yeah. No, and I second that totally. Um my OBGYN when I was pregnant with my son was very similar to that where it was just like I would go to my appointments and he'd like just write down notes and then immediately walk out the room no horrible bedside manner not very charismatic Um, and then I ended up having a c-section and like it was in 2012 by then they had like surgical glue and like they had they had perfected the c-section but my doctor he freaking butchered me I had staples like it was horrible so oh. I had a horrible c-section scar um and then that's why when I gained weight my weight kind of like flapped over my scar uh-huh. um and so when I got when I got my tummy tuck my plastic surgeon fixed that for me and she cut it all off nice. but um but yeah like I, I wish that in that moment I would have been like this is not the kind of doctor that I want to you know be a patient of like I wish I would have been more prepared to speak up for myself, yeah. um, which is something that I, I want to make sure that you and I both, you know reiterate. Do your research on your doctor. If you're not comfortable, yes. find a new doctor. Absolutely. It's okay. It's okay to be like, you know what? Never mind, Let me get a second opinion or a totally. third opinion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people just get too anxious and they make the, that first choice. And they're like, I just want the surgery, whether it be plastics or a sleeve or whatever, have you, you know, I just want the surgery. So I'm going to, I'm going to book with this doctor. And it's like, no, 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 do your research. I know it sucks to wait, but that other doctor that you might like better might have an opening sooner. You never know, but definitely if you just don't get that good gut feeling run.
0: Absolutely. Run.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: so prior to your surgery, did you attempt any other methods of weight loss? Oh yeah.
1: I have been dieting since the age of 12, maybe even younger. Um, I was doing weight watchers, Jenny Craig uh, my whole like family basically is overweight. Um, my mom had gastric bypass surgery in 20 or yeah, 2002, Um, my grandma, my aunts, everyone is pretty much overweight in my family. So genetics had a big role to play with it. And my parents had a divorce when I was 18. That caused a lot. I had my daughter at 19 that caused a lot of weight gain. And then just up from there, I was a young single mom living off of food stamps and, you know, you don't get a lot and you get a lot of crappy food with, Mm -hmm. you know, cheap amount of groceries. So that tied on to it as well. And it just kind of escalated from there. And I was also pretty big in the, um, the BBW community. And so that to me was fun. And I had so many like good friends and good times, but it was also pretty toxic because it left me in that mindset of I'm going to lose all my friends if I lose weight. And that was kind of the what held me back for so long to do it. Cause I wanted to do I would have I wanted to have the surgery since I was 18 years old, but finding the other community, I was just kind of stuck and I didn't want to lose friends. Mm-hmm. So um, I finally was like, I'm out, I'm done. I just want to do this for me. I want to focus on me for once. Like, what do I got to do? And that's when I decided I'm going to go through with it.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it because community is a big part of, of everything. Like we're social creatures, humans are social creatures. And so you always want to find that community who's going to support you. So nice. I can see why going, you know, from the BBW community and, and having that anxiety of like, you're going to lose all your friends. You're not going to have anything in common anymore. You're not going to yeah. relate. It's hard, but the same thing happens when people like just generally want to lose weight. Um, Like, I, and yeah. I do have that in my notes here that I do want to talk about that. Like your friendships, how they change, you know, before surgery and after surgery, before weight loss and after weight loss. Cause I know that a lot of my older friendships, they're not there. I mean, there's no animosity. Like I still keep in touch with them on Facebook and stuff, but Mm -hmm. we're not close anymore. Right. Like we just kind of keep tabs on each other, but there's nothing in common to where we're like friends anymore. Right? Um, Did you experience that? Cause I know you mentioned it right now, but tell me about, tell Mm -hmm. me more about that.
1: Oh yeah. Um, that was, again, that was my biggest is I was going to all the parties. I was going to all of the clubs. I was known in that community. And so leaving that was so heartbreaking for me because that, that was my whole life. Um, I was even working at the clubs for two years of my life and I loved it and I loved the people. And so I knew that once I got out of it, I knew I wasn't going to have any of those friends anymore. And I don't, um, shockingly, the people that have stuck like around from that community are the men, which is wild. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, what? Like you guys are actually my friends. Okay. Like, you know, but, um, I obviously don't go to the parties anymore. I mean, what am I going to do? Show up? Like, and everyone's like, Oh my God. You know, like, I've yeah, yeah. She doesn't even go here. Like I literally, <laughs> I just like, I, the anxiety of that. And I'm sure I'd be welcome, but like the fear of like, I don't belong. I guess. I don't know. But yes, I lost a lot of friends and I lost a lot of um, probably respect for people. I, I remember a lot of people unfriended me on Facebook when I first started sharing that I had weight loss surgery and I was going to keep it on the down low until I got sick. And that's when I was like, I got to let people know that I'm not feeling too good. Like if, if this is it for me, like I got to, I got to say something to the world, like what I did. Yeah. Um, and I noticed a lot of people dropped off. And so that was pretty eye opening for me. And it, I don't want to like say that they're toxic or anything like that, but it did keep me in that like mindset of like. I was just ignoring the fact that I was unhealthy basically. And like, I knew that if I kept going at the rate I was going, it was not going to be good. So I needed to make a change, but I was so scared to make the change. And again, that's why I preach and like people, like if you're just on the the edge of just like, Oh, what do I do? And even this doesn't even apply to weight loss or anything, but just a big decision, you know, Mm -hmm. something that is life-changing something that could like freak you out or just something you don't want to do. You basically that that's all I want people to do is just make that leap. Cause you just never freaking know what's on the other side. Like I never knew. I just completely thought I was going to step into this whole new experience and lose everyone. And then what? And I really did. I lost even my best friend. Um, Me too. Everyone, everyone. I mean, I don't, there's like, I mean, of course, there's some people, co-workers, and all of that, but like main true friends, no. Yeah. Um, my one best friend stayed by my side the entire time. Um, but I've only known her since 2015. But the other ones I knew for from middle school, high school, everything. And so my best friend that actually stuck by my side, it was like, okay, you're, you're a real one, you know, mm-hmm. When you go through something that deep and that low and in the trenches and the ones that stick by your side, like keep those people. Yes. So I'm so thankful for her, but yeah, I lost pretty much everybody, but I found so many new people that are so much, sorry, but
0: more cool. Like there's so <laughs> Better. And that's what I wanted to get at. I was like, yeah, yes. don't let that fear hold you back because on the other side of that fear can be
1: infinitely better. I know it's so much better on the other side. I'm like, Oh my God. Like those people were literally weighing me down. Like that's the whole point It's like, yeah, I was so scared to lose all of them, but Holy crap. I am so freaking free because I don't have them holding me back. You know, I, I hate to say it, but it's so true. It
0: is, it is. You know, uh, and, and, and I know we're talking about you, but I just want to, you know, share a thought. Please. Yeah. Um about you. <laughs> so I I, I, I started, you know, I lost all my weight mm-hmm. and then I was going to get my um, skin removal surgery. Yep. But as I was going through weight loss, I noticed, I noticed the difference. I noticed how people were treating me differently. I noticed how people were talking to me. I noticed how people were talking about me. Um, and my my best friend at the time, she was one of the biggest. Um she would always like blow out my light. Like if I, I wanted to celebrate something or celebrate a milestone, oh. she would come and she would blow out my life. She would either yeah. trumpet with something about her or she dismiss it all together. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I was going to get my tummy tuck, um, I remember I purposely didn't tell her. I told a lot of my friends, Ooh, but I didn't tell my everything. best friend. Right. And I, at that moment, like now thinking back on, it, I was like, Teresa, you're so stupid. Like you couldn't tell your <laughs> best friend. Like she's supposed <laughs> no, to be your best no. friend. She's supposed to be your mm-hmm. biggest supporter. And I felt like I couldn't tell her because if I told her she was going to, try to talk me out of it she was gonna make fun of me for it uh, for it like so I literally <laughs> I remember I had I arrived at the plastic surgery at 5 a.m for surgery because I was like I want the first one in the morning because I don't yep. want to think about it all day like oh my god I have no oh, like yeah. first patient of the day that's what I need yep so I did that and um by the time I made it home like around one or two that afternoon mm-hmm. um that's like once I woke up from all the drugs I texted her and I was like So I did a thing and that's when I told her, um, but it was like, why did I feel like I needed to hide that? You know, like she's supposed to be my best friend. She should have been there by me. She should have supported me. She should have shared in my excitement and she didn't do any of that. Um, so I don't know. I just, I just felt like, you know, sometimes friends are for a season and for a reason and that season had reached the end and it was time for new friends and new season and, and new growth. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, she, she didn't want to grow with me and that's okay. That's her choice. Um, right. but I wasn't going to let her hold me back from wanting to grow and move on. Um, so yeah. I, I just want to make sure that people hear that who maybe are experiencing some, something similar. Don't let someone hold you back. If you know, this is what you truly want. You right. go for it despite that.
1: Yeah. And something that's- you said that stood out to me was that she would make fun of you. And I feel like there's like some teasing and friendships, you know, whatever, like, oh, girl, why the hell are you wearing that? You know, but like making fun of choices um, is a big friendship red flag for me. I am like, you are not going to sit here and make fun of me. You are, you could question me all day long, be like, oh, is that really the best choice? Oh, maybe we should discuss this. Mm -hmm. But don't sit there and nitpick and make fun of and like poke fun of and make fun of in front of other people. Ooh, girl, that just red flags thrown everywhere.
0: See, but then back then, back then I was so insecure that I was just like, any friend, I'll take any friend, right? And so I ignored all those friendship red flags. Yeah. Now that I'm older and wiser, like you said, I'm like, oh no, that's a red flag. Like that's not one. like we can be, you know, acquaintances, but I'm we're not going to develop this close friendship. I'm also uh-huh. not, you know, going to like, you know, put anyone down, but I'm also going to be more protective of who I let in my circle.
1: Yes. And yeah. that, of course, that comes with maturity and age and mm. going through people that have treated us that way. Yeah. Leads you to make those decisions now after learning that. But yeah, I know. And it's crazy how people treat you after weight loss and even, you know, before weight loss and after that's a huge Yeah, it's a big old no no, too. You know, the people that have you know are sliding into my DMs now. I'm like, uh, uh, no, remember three years, four years ago, five years ago, high school? Y'all were mean Mean. out of my inboxes. (laughs) Like, don't send me fire emojis, go back to the hometown and shut up.
0: (laughs) Uh huh. Uh huh. No, I totally get that. I totally get that Mm -hmm. because I've experienced the same thing. I was like, Really, like when I was in high school, you didn't like pay attention to shit, yeah. and now, now you want to come around and be like, hey, yeah, no, or you would
1: have just kept me a secret and you know never told <laughs> anybody about it. Yeah. Like, and guys, uh,
0: too, that that also applies to guys. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: Let's talk about your plastics journey. So how long was it between when you got the weight loss surgery and when you were ready for plastics?
1: Well, when I was ready or when the doctors said I was ready, (laughs) because Sammy was so ready, like six months after I was like, I'm done. And (laughs) you know, no, but it was probably like a year after my surgery, I went to the plastic surgeon's office and I was like, okay, fix me up. I'm ready to be botched, you know? And she was like, uh, no, like you, are you still losing weight? Like how much did you lose how long have you maintained your weight for? And I was like, oh, well, that's not fun. Like you're supposed to do my tummy tuck tomorrow lady. Like, what are you talking about? What am I maintaining? So basically long story short, and thank God, thank God I listened and I didn't just go to the next, you know, cause I wanted the surgery. Um, six months later I waited and I lost about another 45 pounds. And then I just maintained for about, five months. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the doctor and I was like, okay, fair enough. Your point is made now I'm done. And I was newly dating my boyfriend at the time. And like, I was gung ho. I was like, I am not dating before I have my plastics done. Like I am not this loose skin. This boy is like, "Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not going to be a thing. Well, sure enough, you know, here I am basically like we're living (laughs) together, but like, you know, back then I was like, no, I'm not going to. And I, found him and he was so supportive of everything. So I was like, it was kind of, wasn't a motivation, but it was like more of like a push, like, okay, I really wanted to get this done. I have the money saved up. Um, I closed a few few real estate deals. because Everyone loves to know like how I paid for this. So I'm totally, I'm always honest about it, but like I closed a few real estate deals. My uncle ended up passing away a few years prior to that and left me with some trust money. Um, not a lot, people. I'm not like a trustee. I wish, no, no sugar daddy involved, none of that wild stuff. I wish that'd be so cool if I could say that, right? But I don't, I can't. So um I had some money and then I just saved, save, 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 save. And I ended up having a tummy tuck and an arm lift in May 2020 during the pandemic. So I walked in. I couldn't have my mom with me, and I couldn't have my boyfriend with me. And I just walked through the hospital doors, and I said, "I'm ready." So I had the arm lift and the tummy tuck, and that was by far my favorite surgery because I felt like a snatched queen after that. <laughs> because you know that feeling, like I after do know the tummy tuck, you were like, "Oh, I yeah. am queen, queen!" Like I, you just feel yourself, right? So I was like, it was amazing. But then after you have plastics and I'm sure that you could probably relate to this a little bit, maybe if you can't good for you, you're a better person than I am. But I started nitpicking everything else about myself. I was like, well, look at my thighs, look at my ass, look at my boobs. I couldn't even get my boobs done. And I was like a freaking like B minus cup basically before surgery, even as a big girl. Yeah. And then after it was just like, like non-existent. Yeah. I look like a 13 year old boy. Yeah. Just nipples. (laughs) It was just nothing. And like some loose skin, like, you know, so I like just not attractive. I just, just felt gross, not gross, but like snatched, but also like not fulfilled. So I was like, maybe I can do more, like how much more can I do? And then, so I started looking back into more and I was like, okay, I can do my thighs and a breast lift with implants my next round. So I went back to the same doctors, but I went through a, um, a school program basically where the plastic surgeons were about to graduate. They were residents at the time. And then they had an attending, um, so like a board certified plastic surgeon seen over their work. And they were, like I said, they're about to graduate and become official plastic surgeons. So my first round was great. I had so much success. So the next round I had a whole new doctors, new residents, and this one was my biggest nightmare because they had no idea how to handle weight loss patients. And I had the breast lift with the implants done, but they only did the lift. They didn't do any like. Mesh or anything to like give me some support, and because after weight loss your muscles are so like kind of depleted, and I wasn't really working out and going to the gym, um, which I should have been, but I didn't have any under breast muscles, so my implants fell through that muscle that they just or the 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 lift they just did. So I ended up bottoming out on both breasts. My freaking nipples were literally like up to here. I'm not even kidding you. I would have to be on like nip check every. Every time I'd wear clothes, like I'd be like, okay, like I couldn't wear like, you know, cute little booby clothes. Now that I have my new boobs, like it would just be, my nipples were just so high because everything was sitting so low. Um, So it was awful. I was the most depressed I think I've ever been in my entire life. I was like, I just spent all of this money. My thigh lift was, and it was very painful, but it was good. Um, I didn't really have any complaints but then once I got all of that done, then I started looking at my, like my butt, because I've never had anything done to my butt. And I was like, well, crap, like now I have loose skin there and now my boobs are bottoming out. So I went to a plastic surgeon who was board certified, who I actually was the attending surgeon who saw my tummy tuck and my arms being done. Mm-hmm. So I knew that he was the person to go to. I already had experience with him. Um, I DM'd him on, on Instagram. I said, do you remember me? And he was like, of course I remember you. And he was like, oh, of course Let, let's see what we can do. So I went in there and I had to pay for that myself. And he fixed, he gave me like, um, a mesh, in here that is dissolvable, that like turns into basically like your muscle, which I'm also like, eh, how much can I really trust that? I don't know. I don't know surgical things, but like, okay, great. At least it makes my boobs stay up. <laughs> but like now I can, I finally have like, you know, normal, normal-ish boobs that the breast lift altogether. is so basically just like re-enhanced my bra, but the breast lift is still so jacked. So like, I'm still kind of like botched quote unquote on like my boobs, I could totally have them redone again. And like anyone who's listening to this is just gonna absolutely strangle me. But like I could, if I had like my ultimate choice, oh, and I had a neck lift, (laughs) of course I did, during the breast lift revision. So he did, um, which also is not like my most favorite, but um, I have a little cut right here. And then behind my ears, because I had a ton of skin left over. I mean, I still kind of do but I had a big old face when I was a big girl. So I had a big neck. Mm -hmm. And so I had a ton of loose skin down here. So I was like, um, how much just a a little, little real quick. And so we did that. And like, so now in the weight loss community, I'm known as like the plastics queen. Like I didn't, I wasn't really striving for that title, but here we are. Um, <laughs> right? that way. It's stuff, yeah. And so that's kind of where I'm at with my plastics journey. Um, I am kind of entertaining the idea of maybe doing a lower back lift um, and maybe a breast lift revision one day down the road. But I also want kids and that's body gonna have to be then. yeah uh-huh yeah it's all gonna be yeah, you know how it is like freak you have one kid and you're like this is all so different I have a new body yeah. <laughs> like, what is this so yeah I want more of them which was probably not my smartest decision to get a tummy tuck but I was just like so gung-ho like I want to do it so bad um without thinking of yeah. the long-term but I'm happy I did it. It's a, honestly, all of those surgeries, like the best decision I ever made, even going through all of the breast lift crap. Cause it was just awful. Mm-hmm. It was so worth it in the long run. I mean, like, like, are you not just so happy about your tummy tuck? Like, I'm just so pro tummy tuck. I'm like, everyone get one.
0: <laughs> I am. I am. But just kind of like you mentioned before I did, I felt like I started to nitpick. I was like, okay, my tummy is flat now. So like when I sit down, like when I go to the restroom, my my stomach's not hanging over my thighs anymore. Like I can, you know, mm-hmm. like, legs. Um, yep. and so, yes. And I started nitpicking like every little thing. And I mean, I don't know if you know much about my story, but that was kind of like the turning point for me. I was like, hold up because for a long time I was like, I'll be happy and fulfilled when I lose weight. And I didn't, and yeah. I, I lost the weight and I still wasn't. So like, Hey, I'll be happy and fulfilled when I get rid of the lo- loose skin. And I did it and I still wasn't happy and fulfilled. So it was at that point when I was like, okay, I got to look within myself because obviously the outward stuff is not making a difference. It's got to be like the right. inside stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yes, I do not regret my tummy tuck at all. I I feel like even though that was like a hard point for me to accept myself, it was also the stepping stone that I needed to heal myself. So Ah. I love it a hundred percent. And I always tell people if you want to do it, yes, do it. Just do your research. Oh, which reminds me of one other thing that you said when you went to your surgeon um, that they were like, hold up, hold up. Like, have you maintained the weight? How much have you lost? And that's something that I always tell people too, because Mm -hmm. a greedy doctor We'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Take your money. They don't care what you've been through. They're be like, oh, oh okay, fine. Ten grand. Okay, fifteen grand. Twenty grand. They'll yep. we'll, we'll do it right then and there. Mm-hmm. A doctor is going to question you, and going, yes. like, you know, my doctor did that too. I went to my initial consultation in like December, and at that point, I had already maintained my weight for like three, four months, mm-hmm. and she was like, okay, well, we're gonna wait. <laughs> Six months and make sure that you yep. really are maintaining this weight. Yep. So, from my initial consultation was in December. My surgery wasn't until June. I had six months to prove that I could stay consistent with my labs, that I mm-hmm. could stay consistent with my weight loss, that I was maintaining everything. And yep. then we set the surgery date. But if anything happened between then and, and my surgery date, she would have pulled the plug on it and be like, "No, yeah, kids. right." And so, you know, pay attention to how your doctors question or maybe don't question you because I think that's very important too yeah
1: oh yeah my second the one that did my thighs and my breast lift she didn't question me at all she was just like when can we get you on the books which was should have been a red flag but like you know all of us do and ignore red flags I was like more stoked because she could get me on the books and I was like oh my god hell yeah like she could put me on tomorrow you know so to speak like She wasn't like, well, how long, you know, what size, you know, talking about anything. It was just, okay. So when do you want to get it done? And what do you want done? And what size do you want? I was like, wow, this is really easy this time. Whereas before when, you know, I went to someone who I still have a great relationship with her. She was the one that was like, made me wait. And I was so mad. I was so mad at them for making me wait. I was like, did screw you. I just lost all of this weight. I'm ready. And I'm so glad that I waited. Cause I even had still, still some of that, like yeah. loose skin. It's it snatched a little tiny bit back up by me waiting and maintaining that weight loss. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So I'm
1: so glad that I did. And yeah, I mean, you're going to be pissed. Don't, don't <laughs> get me wrong. That- We're all going to be mad, but the good, no- be happy.
0: The good yeah, doctor you'll be so, so happy bad. at the end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then, um, so I know you said that you, you know, you don't mind talking about the paying part of it. Do you mind sharing cost wise? So like, I always tell people my, my tummy tuck was like 11 grand and I okay. saved up, I saved up for half of it. And then I used care credit to finance the other half of it. Yep. Um, so what, if you want to, what? Yeah, your yeah.
1: Totally. So, um, I, because I went through the schooling it was cheaper. So that was always my thing. Um, and you get what you pay for, but I did really like my first experience. So my tummy took my arm lift together were $7,000. Wow! And I know, and that's because they also, they had points, the surgeons did. And so, because she made me wait and she felt bad, she used her points on me. So she lowered my cost a ton Then the second time I went back, I had my thighs and my breast lift with the implants and I paid about 10,500. Um, and that time they didn't use points. The only thing free I got was the implants and mind you, I, every time I walked in there, they were like, Oh my gosh, this person's here that knows you. Oh my gosh, that this person called and made an appointment. Oh my, our phone's ringing nonstop. We know every time you post, I was like, you guys aren't even gonna like throw me a bone here right like, what the anesthesia or something seriously <laughs> cover the the freaking wheelchair ride to the car I mean something someone but yeah. no they were like no just you got what you pay for you want these you know but they did give me free implants Woo, freaking knew I'd have fixed all the damn mistakes anyway um but so maybe when you I'm, do, I'm not bitter do or one, anything <laughs>
0: Strike a deal <laughs> the next time before you even seriously. do it like you know what I'm gonna post about it. So how about yeah, yeah? How do we utilize this? Come on, money. That benefits honey. you. It benefits me. Yeah,
1: seriously, it's a win-win here, guys. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, but so then the next time when I had to pay for the um, breast lift revision, basically, and the neck lift with was another ten thousand. Um, and to me, that was just worth it. I want to get married soon. I wanted my side profile to look good. I was like, oh, I want to be. I want this gone in my pictures. Yeah. So that was worth it to me. And then, so yeah, I'm sitting at what ten thousand five hundred seven and another like, let's call it ten thousand five hundred. Be twenty seven,
0: twenty
1: eight. Yeah, around less than thirty thousand for everything. Um, which everyone's like. <gasps> you know, that could be a car. And I'm like, it's my body forever. Like, you know, (laughs) cars aren't forever. This is my whole body guys. Like I, you know, i I commend people that live with the loose skin, go for it, rock that shit, go out there. Like now I have like, and when you said you have, you found like that, your new, like confidence for over the past, like couple months, and maybe it's just like, cause I'm like living with my boyfriend and I'm super just comfortable and like, everything's going good. But like, I've, Had like a really healthy relationship with like not really giving a crap about how my ass is still you know the only thing that's not done Mm -hmm. and I'm like wearing the shorts out there like I have all my scars hanging out it's like I have a new confidence about my body where I'm like I don't give a about anybody thinking you know oh what is that on her arm it's a freaking arm scar man you want to talk about it like I just like I don't I just don't care and over the past couple months I've had this like newfound like. Boss bitch attitude about it, and I'm not mad about it, don't get me wrong, but I don't know where it's coming from. But I'm so here for it,
0: just coming into your own, coming into your skin, and accepting, yeah,
1: yeah, and yourself. just being like happy and yeah. you know, just uh, that all like free flows. So I'm like, I like this,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Because I think like I still have a lot of loose skin, like on my arms, you know, and yeah. people like people ask me if I ever plan to get it removed. And I think if someone would have asked me that like three, four years ago, like, are you gonna get it removed? I would have like. Internalize, I'm like, why do I look bad? Is it ugly? Can I take it off? And now I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe If I do, great. Maybe one day. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I'm like, why are you pointing it out anyway? You want me to point out your flaws? Like, it's it's like that. So, yeah.
1: I can't. I can't with the (laughs) internet. I can't. It's a scary world out
0: there. It really is. Like the way the audacity of people behind their keyboards. Uh, Oh, (laughs) I know. Okay. So let's talk. So I, I know Des and I know Michelle, you baby. Yes. And I know that they're part of the bariatric society, which is also something that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you guys are going to Disney world soon. Yeah. We're going to retreat next freaking okay. week. Tell me, tell me about this. Like, is yes. it for people who have had surgery? Is it people mm. who are interested in this? Tell me what, what this is. Yeah. So it was
1: kind of a, I didn't really start this. I was just more of like the, like implementer, like, Hey, yeah, let's, that's, I can help out in that situation. Um, Stephanie started it. She is one hungry mother on Instagram and she got together with my best friend Bree, and they started this, like, kind of like, let's throw a party for bariatric people and like, see what happens. And then it just turned into this huge interest. And it was kind of like, it wasn't after the pandemic. Cause like, I think that that's like now, <laughs> but it was like, still like, you know, people coming out of the whole thing. So people craved being around each other. And especially in this community, because 2020 and 2021 is when the bariatric community like blew up basically. So now we're all just kind of like friends with each other, like awkwardly, like know each other from Instagram. And so we decided like, Hey, why not make it a whole big party. And we got over 200 people there the first time in San Diego. It was a huge success. Um, and then they were like, let's do it again. So now next week we are headed to, um, Orlando, Florida, and we're staying at the dolphin resort, like by Disney world. I don't know. I've never been to Disney world in my life. So I'm like so excited. (laughs) Um, and so it's at the resort and it is like a couple days of, Education nonstop, which is again my freaking passion, and I'm just so excited because if I had this three years ago, I would be a different person. Well, well, what do I really want? That I don't know. But like, you know what I'm saying? Allows
0: you to do what you do now.
1: Yes, I know, I know. So I always correct myself. I'm always like, (laughs) no, but I don't want to be a different person. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I would have been a much healthier. Like, I would have not gone through like almost death, (laughs) shall I say? Mm -hmm. But so. That's why I'm so excited for these people, because it is not just for bariatric people. It is also for their spouses to go and learn, which is so cool. There's a, like what Micho baby is on. There's like the pregnancy panel. There's like all sorts of different panels of plastics, which is, I'm going to be on. There's a mental health, there's nutritionists. There's just everything. There's courses nonstop and it's three jam packed days. One of the, so why we're going, we're all posting them that we're going to Disney world is that it is part of the non-scale victory, um, that we're going to Disney world so we can fit on rides. Oh, I um, I know, isn't it it's so cute. So we're going for five hours and we're just going to go on a couple rides and like hang out with all of our bariatric besties at Disney world. I am so excited. I am like, I'm giddy. Like I feel like a kid on Christmas. I'm like, I get to see everybody, but like it is just this so like tight knit community that is so loving. And when I tell you I was I, I was a flood full of emotions. My poor family that had to deal with me after the retreat, I was like crying nonstop because I was like, this was the most emotional. I mean, I had people coming up to me, thanking me and like wanting to meet me. And I was like, this is so wild. Like, what is this life? And like sharing their experiences with me and saying how I saved like some people's lives. I mean, I was just mind blown. I was a blubbering mess afterwards, but I was also so fulfilled Mm -hmm. and So we're doing it again. And I'm so thankful to be a part of it. And I I'm pretty sure they're going to keep doing more of these. I think they should, but now all sorts of other people are getting these ideas and just making their own. And it's just becoming more and more and more, which is great because the more people talking about it, the merrier, you know, we want to break the stigma of weight loss surgery. We don't want to have to be just my 600 pound life, just showing people out there, you know what it is. So I'm so happy for everyone involved in it. And I, I'm so excited.
0: I love that you said that it's like, you know, breaking the stigma. um, And it's also bringing different perspectives from like, you know, quote unquote, real people like normal people. And I think that's, and then also it makes it harder for like bad doctors to hide things under the rug, you know, like. when people are more upfront and sharing their experiences and sharing their stories. And that's definitely what we need more of. And that's one of the things that I love about social media is that people are able to share their stories. And that's what I love about having this podcast is that I'm able to have other people come on here and share their stories and continue to make people more aware, whether it's about surgery, plastics, mental health, like anything and everything. Um, Uh I love the different communities that we've we've all created yeah
1: i know it's so cool i and i didn't even know that like different communities were a thing until i got out of that bbw community i was like there's more than just (laughs) that like how freaking ignorant but like literally i was like there's no way like there's so many different communities i mean there's freaking everything which is awesome (laughs) so cool but like i was so ignorant i was like nope there's just one community and it's i'm part of it
0: (laughs) and I'm nothing without it. Um, (laughs) all right. Well, um, let's end with some advice. If you could give anyone advice about anything, whether it be, uh, weight loss surgery, plastics, weight loss, friendships, what is something that you kind of just want to leave people with?
1: Ooh, I will. I'm just going to make it full circle and I'm just going to say, take the freaking leap. If something is so terrifying on the other side and you don't know what the outcome is going to be, just freaking jump. Just do it because you literally have no idea what that could lead to. So just, just take the leap. That's my piece of advice for today.
0: I love that. I say that too. That's how yeah. I put my dog. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh girl. You took oh, That girl. leap
0: right there. I'm scared yeah. shitless, but I already did it. So here we go.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. That's awesome. But
0: Yeah. Just take take the the leap leap
1: and look at how happy, you know, it's like a best decision, but you were so scared. So that's what I always tell people. Just, just freaking do it. I know it's so scary. It's, it's hard to leave comfort. I'll say that much. It's so hard, but once you're on the other side of it, good to go.
0: And, And then even, even if you take the leap, and things don't go the way that you expected. There's still a lesson there. So it's still, it was still a good- And there's still going to be
1: some sort of outcome that will lead you to better right. because just because that leap didn't work out the way you wanted it to.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Tell everyone where we can find you, where we can follow you, support you, all that good stuff.
1: Okay. So you can find me on Instagram, um, mainly on Instagram. TikTok, again, just be nice to me. But at the Real Slim Sammy with two M's and two I's and yeah or i have vsgt um on with free we have a podcast as well we've been way behind lacking, but there's plenty of content for people to go listen to and learn more about the bariatric community. We have influencers, doctors, um, doctors from TLC on there talking about my 600 pound life. There's some tea on there. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit about me and thank you so freaking much for this. It was so fun. Just like sit down and talk and just hang out, let it all out
0: yeah no i'm so glad i'm so glad we made it happen thank you for making the time because i know you're super busy i know that you're like in the middle of about to make a big move and all that stuff everything you know just another (laughs) just just another day over here (laughs) (laughs) thank you sammy all right guys we will see you in the next episode thank you